If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. In this episode, I'm going to give you five reasons why your child's diet should only consist of organic food. The first reason is you're going to greatly reduce herbicide and pesticide residues in your child's food. We know that non-organic foods are sprayed with tons of herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, chemical fertilizers, and a ton of other chemicals that we we don't even know what's on, on the food, right? So by switching to organic food, you are going to greatly reduce those residues in your child's food. And we know that certain herbicides and pesticides have actually been linked to autism and many other conditions. So as much as you can reduce those um, harmful chemicals for your family, the better off your whole family will be. Now, second reason is you will be avoiding genetically modified foods. Now, there's a there's a, a number of reasons why you want to avoid genetically modified foods, which I won't go into now. But for, I'll give you an example. In the USA, more than 90% of soy, corn, canola, and sugar beets are genetically modified. So if you're not getting your food, especially in the USA, organic, certified organic, there's a very high likelihood that there may be some genetically modified ingredients in there. And in the USA, manufacturers are not even required to put that on the label, that there's genetically modified ingredients in the foods, right? So that's pretty scary, but uh, that's fact. So reason number three is you will be avoiding hormones and antibiotics. So uh, certified organic pastured animals are much, much healthier than their feedlot counterparts. So an animal that eats grass will usually have a much better fatty acid profile. Generally, animals that eat grass will have uh, higher omega-3s, be it in the meat or the eggs or the milk, and will have a lower... So basically, omega-3s will be higher if the animal eats grass, and if the let's say it's a feedlot uh, chicken or cow, they're fed a lot of grains and grains are high on, in omega-6 fatty acids. 
So those animals are, are more likely to have um, a higher omega-6 fatty acid profile. Why is that important? Because omega-3 fatty acids are more anti-inflammatory, whereas omega-6 fatty acids are more pro-inflammatory, so they, they contribute to inflammation, right? So you want, you, you want definitely to stick on the more anti-inflammatory side here. And not, not only are feedlots, you know, farm, um, mass-produced, factory-farmed animals, not only is it just a horrible, inhumane farming practice, the animals are not allowed to roam around in the sunshine, getting fresh air. They're, they're bunched together. They're a lot unhealthier, so they're given more antibiotics. They're given growth hormones to grow faster. So it's just a horrible way for the animals to live, which results in a sick animal, which results in low-quality foods. And then you don't want to give... Uh, to feed sick animals to your family because you know this this will not this will not be a health promoting food so you want healthy animals organically raised pastured uh, as much as possible out in the sunshine and these foods will be a lot more health promoting basically right so next next up number 4 is you'll be reducing heavy metal exposure so certain heavy metals such as mercury and arsenic are very effective antimicrobial and antifungal agents. So they are often added to products used in conventional agriculture to slow down the growth of fungi and bacteria. I'll give you a quick example. Mercury is added to feed to the feed used in fish farming to basically to to prevent the spread of uh, mold and uh, you know bacteria. And mercury is also sometimes added to seeds to preserve them. On the other hand, organic farming, the, they, they never use anything that has, you know, intentionally added mercury and things like that. I'm not saying organic farming will be perfect. There's always the risk of some cross-contamination. For example, if an organic farm is next to a conventionally, you know, a conventional farm, there may be some runoff. So, it's not necessarily necessarily the case that you will 100% reduce all of those pesticide herbicide exposures and things like that, but you you will go a long way in reducing them. And just because there's a risk for cross contamination, it does not mean that organic food is not worth the investment. And finally, point number five: organic food has been shown to be more nutritious than conventional food. So I have in my book, I have, a, I cite a study where, here's what the researchers state in the study. In conclusion, organic crops on average have higher concentrations of antioxidants, lower concentrations of cadmium, which is a heavy metal, and a lower incidence of pesticide residues than the non-organic comparators across regions and production seasons, right? So this study is actually a meta-analysis which is a study of studies or an analysis of multiple studies and in this particular one they analyzed 343 peer-reviewed publications that showed meaningful differences in the composition of organic and non-organic foods right so almost 350 studies were looked into and the researchers concluded that 
not only does organic food have less pesticide residues and cadmium, it tends to have higher levels of antioxidants. So here's another quote from that study. Based on the differences reported, results indicate that a switch from conventional to organic crop consumption would result in a 20 to 40% and for some compounds more than 60% increase in crop-based antioxidant polyphenolic intake levels without a simultaneous increase in energy, which would be in line with the dietary recommendations. So basically, not only are you reducing the um, pesticide residues and the heavy metal, heavy metals such as cadmium, you're getting from 20 to 40 and sometimes even up to 60% more antioxidant. Now, why is that good for children? It's because they eat little food in terms of volume. So the more nutrition you can cram into every bite, the better. And so to sum up, right, you are not only are you avoiding all of those horrible chemicals that have been linked to many diseases, disorders, and conditions, including autism, you are actually getting more nutritious food. And there's been a lot of propaganda saying that there's some sham studies where they they studied, uh, they compared conventional and organic uh, produce, and they said it's it's the nutrition is the same. So the only benefit is actually. Um, you are getting less uh, herbicide pesticide residues. But that's actually, that's kind of been debunked. It appears that conventional, large conventional uh, agriculture producers bought smaller organic farms uh, or certification bodies. And there was a lot of kind of corruption there, as is the case, right? So a lot of those studies can be trusted. This particular study I quoted they looked at 343 peer-reviewed publications, right? So th this this is a lot better quality than a lot of their research coming out in the mainstream saying, you know, organic foods, are they really worth it? Of course they're worth it. Not only are they worth it in terms of reducing these poisons that are being sprayed with reckless abandon on our food, but you're getting more, nutritious, uh, more nutrition, more antioxidants. This is because, to, to, to some extent, when a plant, basically when you're giving a plant all these herbicides, pesticides, things like that, you're protecting it. And what this means is that the plant has less reasons to protect itself. And when you take away those, uh, they act like a crutch, basically, these, these uh, pesticides and herbicides. When you take those away, the plants are forced to produce more antioxidants and things like that, these protective compounds, polyphenols, right? So they are forced to protect themselves. And this is where the antioxidant, this is one way where the antioxidant levels can increase. So there's many, many, many good reasons to for your child to only eat organic food. And if you could extend that to your whole family, all the better. This is probably the, the one of the most accessible things because you might not be able to order uh, a certain lab test in your region it might be a little bit uh, expensive, certain supplements, you know, you, you might not be able to get them. Uh, so things like that. But there, there's organic food in most shops now. And it's the prices are becoming more and more reasonable because the demand is increasing so much. So 
at the very least your child's diet should be all organic if you can swap your your whole family's diet to an all organic diet this is the best insurance policy long term for you so i hope that you found this episode uh helpful and i hope to see you on the next one